0: All right. Welcome, everyone, to the Knowledge Boner Experience. As always, we are happy to have you guys here. And today, we're going to be talking a little bit, not not too in-depth, about credit. First and foremost, credit. You fucking need it. It's important. Tell you first from
1: experience. If you (laughs) want to make money, you got to have it. (laughs) Yeah.
0: If you want to make money, you got to have it,
1: right? Well, Well, I I shouldn't say it like that. I shouldn't say it like that. You you can make a lot of money just filling up your checking account, but – but whenever you make a lot of money, it's way better to start using credit.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I tell you firsthand, my credit score is not the best. I got I to fix it. Years, years of past fuck-ups when I was younger um, and, and re-getting re that going. So trying to bounce back from that. But, you know, Sir Wally here, the, the fortunate man he is being a young buck, didn't have the time to, to fuck his stuff up, uh, has a really good credit score and is in the credit game intensely crushing shit. So super pumped for him on that. But um, I want to kind of just give everyone here advice on, you know, the basic tips that you need to know on how to elevate and build your credit, right? If you have no credit, maybe you're young and you're starting out. Or maybe you have bad credit and you need to go ahead and fix it. And I'm going to hand it over to Wally and uh, let Wally kind of give you guys uh, some tips on how to do that and what's important and what the credit bureaus actually look for when they determine – what your score is going to be.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, basically, in, in a nutshell, and, you know, it's not that my credit score is even that. I mean, I'm, I've been applying for a lot of cards, if I'm being honest. So, I got a lot of hard inquiries on my report. So, it does not reflect the the, the, the nice credit score that I had before, before but it, soon, within a few months, it'll go back down. So, no biggie. But, anyway, I just wanted to say that for people. that like, When you get in the credit game, you start applying for cards and stuff, your score will go down, but just know that it will go up. Also, anyway... <laughs> inside bar um so we're really so good when, we're you say, to, when, go when you
0: say that real quick on piggyback though when you, so when you say that like when you get cards mm-hmm. okay I want you to address that first because I see right now with, with entrepreneurs right I mean even people like Mark Cuban even go and say publicly that he's like I don't believe in credit I don't believe in people getting debt I don't believe in people getting cards right throwing mm-hmm. that message out there And then for most people growing up, even if they're trying to be an aspiring entrepreneur right now, right, they're probably told by their mom and dad, um, you know, hey, you don't really need credit cards. You know, you want to, you know, if you do, you know, only use it for emergencies, you know, stuff like that. So we live in a society now where it's kind of like, oh, you know, don't get cards. But here you are saying, okay, I've applied for all these cards. Right. So why don't you start with that and tell them, like, you know, what's your thought process on it? Why should they get cards and why is it important?
1: I mean, Gotcha. So I, I, that's a great question. And so I think the first thing that that is really important for people to understand is is that, you know, in business, you're, you're already going to spend the money, okay? Like, you got to spend money on marketing, you got to spend money on overhead, you got to spend money, you know, hiring people, you got to, you know what I mean? You got to do all these things already, like, mm-hmm. like one way or the other. Like, for example, like in our industry, right, where we work with Facebook ads, okay, one way or the other, Facebook is getting your money, okay? okay. So if you're going to spend it anyway, why not spend the money in, in, a, in a fashion that will benefit you the most? Because either A, you can spend you know $5,000 out of your checking account, or you can spend $5,000 on your credit card and get cashback rewards or travel points or some kind of benefit or reward for spending that money. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that that was the first misconception, I mean not, not really a misconception but that's the first thing that I really like that I really want to harp on I guess is that that whole concept it's like you're going to spend the money anyway so you might as well spend it where it's going to benefit you the most right okay
0: um
1: and, and and it's really weird you know how many times I've told that to somebody and they're just like oh my god you're totally right right because you know some of these things like you know uh, well, the, the biggest thing with credit cards and and the reason that people get them is for the sign up bonuses right so some of these some of these credit cards you get with business what business or personal they have some very nice sign of bonuses which can you know get you a lot of travel points that kind of stuff up you build your business whatever you really want to use it for and um and so you know these these cards though like you might as well use them like i, I like literally people it's like i feel like it's stupid that you're going that you would spend the money in your checking account uh before so so I'll give you an example. Let's say I'm running a marketing campaign, right? And I and I have an eight thousand dollar budget. I can either spend eight thousand dollars straight out of my checking account, or I could say, I'm gonna set aside eight thousand dollars, I'm gonna spend this entirely on credit, but I'll give it I'll give my marketing campaign the opportunity to pay me all the money back. So then I never actually so so let's say in that marketing campaign that it's an entirely successful super gangbusters, right? Okay, I don't actually have to still pay that eight thousand dollars on from my from my from my original money to pay that credit card bill. I have profit from the campaign already, so I don't actually, I actually have to touch my original money. Does that make sense? Mhm. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, and so so like, you know, it's kind of weird to think about, but but there's a lot of power in that mm-hmm. in, in that concept and being able to to use somebody else's money first to get a concept uh, like like off the ground and then I mean you still have to pay for it one way or the other, but but at least at least you're benefiting and you're using someone else's money at the same time. So I think that's really interesting. So, you know, for me, when I started getting, what I started realizing is like, for the things that I want to do, um, you know, like I want to spend large budgets and that kind of stuff on marketing, right? Like you gotta, like, obviously either you can make a lot of money and spend that right in your checking account. Right. But a lot of times people do it at a credit. So, so I was like, uh huh. well, how do these big companies and stuff, uh, you know, like, spend their money like what well, like what are they spending on why do why, why they spend in certain places so that's really got me researching on cards and stuff and that's kind of where, where we're at now it's like so now i'm looking you know really, really researching the credit game and kind of doing some credit card hacks to get some free travel and that kind of stuff and i've kind of i've kind of gotten a good grasp on some of the things that we do um so the, uh, when dylan kind of mentioned before we're going to talk about credit score so i want to talk about credit score for just a second and, uh, and, and so the credit score, and just in basically in a nutshell, is just the bank's way of tracking your stuff to see if they'll ever give you money. That's like the basics of it, right? So if you have a good mm-hmm. credit score, then the bank says, okay, yeah, we're likely to give him money. If you have a bad credit score, you're not likely to give money, right? So typically, the, the way people measure it is if you're under 700, you're typically you – you have not so good credit. You have okay credit. If you're above a 700, you're pretty you're, – you're at good. If you're above a 740, like closer to like you know 770 to 800, you have great credit. You're awesome, right? Um, so that's kind of like the, that's kind of like credit scores as far as like the scale. But there are a lot of things that kind of go into it whenever whenever it comes to um, calculating your actual credit score, right? So it's a, it's a three digit number. It can go as low as 500 and as high as 840, I believe, is a perfect credit score. Yeah, I, somebody someone has to check me on that. Somebody would call me out, um, and I'll, I'll fact check myself and make sure that that was the right number. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the point is the Uh, It's a three-digit number, ranges from 500 to around 800, a little higher. Um, And uh, the score is determined by a few different things. Okay, it's it's determined by your payment history, your credit utilization. So, meaning, so payment history meaning like, did you miss any payments? Are you on time? Are you late? Uh, Credit utilization meaning like, how much of your credit are you using? So, let's say if you have a $5,000 limit and using 2,500 bucks, you'd have a 50% utilization if you had that balance at the end of the month. Um, your average age of credit accounts, uh, so meaning like you know, uh, you know how long you've had credit in general. So when you open new accounts, it actually decreases your score too, because because then you have accounts that are newer, right? Um, and then another way is the credit mix. So you know whether you have you know just credit cards or if you have personal loans or you know mortgages, anything like that. And then uh, how many inquiries you have so every anytime you apply for credit or a couple different uh, banking opp- opportunities like when you make investment banking stuff, uh, they'll do a hard pull on your credit and when, it, when somebody does a hard pull on your credit, they it actually you know decreases it as well. Um, so that's kind of the in, in a nutshell uh, a credit score. Um,
0: so starting out right it, let's say we have a lot of you know younger people here. Um, they're brand new. Maybe they don't have any cards or anything like that yet. They don't have any established credit. Yep. Uh, they want to get into the
1: game, get entrepreneurship. What advice would you give to them to be able to start? Okay, well, well. hopefully you have a job of some kind that you're in income and you're not like a total bum, right? I'd I, I much rather, you, I, much rather uh, I, I give advice to somebody who has who already got some kind of cash flow and is not like mm-hmm. at, at complete zero and doesn't have any cash flow yet. If you're at the point where you're you at zero and you don't have any cash flow yet, then- Go worry about that first, and don't worry about this yet. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But once you have a little cash flow, then then you can start thinking about this. Um, and so, um, well, let me think. Once have, yeah, yeah, definitely. Once you have, I, I I'm trying to give you some like a actual actual number. Once you have about three thousand, I would say fifteen hundred to three thousand dollars a month in in your business that you that you can like that you know for sure is coming. Then, yeah, I would say you're about ready to start thinking about it. Okay. So they're, they're at that point. Maybe they have a job and they
0: say they make like 2 a month. Yep. Um, well, what, what would you recommend them do first? Because I, I know a good one, too, especially for students, right? They have like, you know, Discover student card. I think it's Discover It. I know it's yep. always a good a first stepping stone, too, for for students to be able to get going. Yep. But uh, you'd recommend they get their, their very first card and start using it for purchases that they're going to be making anyways. And then just set aside that money in their
1: checking account and they just pay it off. Exactly. Yeah. So that's what I recommend first. And I think, and so, so it really depends on what angle you want to go. Whenever, whenever people talk about credit and stuff, like if you, you have to talk about the personal side and the business side, right? So really you get the most benefit from the business side. So if you're an aspiring entrepreneur and you're listening to this, then, then you're going to be, we're going to be talking about business credit here we'll we talk about business credit, why that's important, and um, w- whenever you open business credit lines, you get way more benefits than than uh, whenever you have than, than the credit cards you get like personally. You know what I mean? You get travel mm-hmm. points and all those different kinds of stuff, miles, way different compensation. You get like cell phone protection and and different flight benefits and all kinds of stuff. So, um, yeah. So ideally, you know, you would want to be like you you need to be an entrepreneur. You need you need to be somebody who's generating two or three thousand dollars cash flow, but want to be an entrepreneur at least. You could have a job if you want to, and then the next thing I recommend is is opening like a business bank account, right? So you need a little bit of money. And by the way, my my this is my disclaimer here is obviously I am a uh, I am not a financial advisor, so like check with a professional about some of this stuff, whatever whatever you see fit. This is just my general recommendation, um, but not from a financial institution or advisorship. Anyway, listen to this and says that i gave you financial advice it's not true <laughs> um, <laughs> no, it's anyway not, not true <laughs> anyway so um so yeah but i i would recommend like you're going the business credit first i think i think that's really important because you need to establish a relationship with the bank get your bank accounts open spend money through your business and not through your personal checking accounts because you know from a tax standpoint uh you know, self-employed slash small business is like taxed uh, way differently than, you know, you, whenever you have like a, a, a normal job, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Oh gosh, I know. It taxes the shit out of you. Mm-hmm. Like big time. Okay. So how, how do you kind of go through that first one? Cause isn't it, isn't it kind of difficult starting out? Like if you're brand new, and let's say they don't have any established credit whatsoever and they want to be an entrepreneur. Um, I mean, can you really just go out of the gate swinging, like set up a business entity and then go to a bank and then just get approved for credit with no history whatsoever?
1: Um, you you totally you totally can't. I mean, I am not saying that that's like a 100% smart way, but if you have no history already, then it's mm-hmm. way more viable for you to go to a bank and say, "Yeah, I have this normal job and then I'm starting a side venture or I'm starting a new business. You know, I'm funding the business with my current income, right?" And then and then I'm going to build it that way. That's way more feasible. You know what I mean? Like from a banking standpoint, like they, that that would make more sense to them if you had a normal okay. job already. You know what I mean? Versus versus like somebody that has no credit history and no job, right? No normal job. Like like there's a lot of you know like you know people who listen or who might be listening that will be in that situation, right? Where well, they're an entrepreneur, they hate they hate working, they haven't had a professional job before, right? And they have no line of like history of credit, right? Like that's a little more difficult. And so for that person I would recommend, you know, I you know hopefully you have some kind of cash flow of some kind, right? Like we talked about. And I would recommend to to apply for a personal line of credit first. And starting with the discover it card or any of the chase cards would be great.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, right. If you get approved for those, that'd be that'd be badass. <laughs> Definitely go for those first. it's hard to get. Okay. So now, now let's 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 pivot opposite, right? Maybe they've been in the game for a while. Uh, wanna be an entrepreneur, want to get business credit and stuff. And they they don't have so great credit, right? They made mistakes in the past. Utilization is, is out of control. Um yep. you know, missed some payments and their credit score is kind of bad, right? So how do they how would you say for them to get out of the slump?
1: Um so I mean really the, the main the main thing to do if you if you have business if you have debt already, the easiest way is just to apply for a balance transfer. Right? So a balance transfer well hopefully the first thing you need to assess is if is it that debt on a card that uh, that gets interest. get mm-hmm. okay, that that's the first question actually I should say because if that's if the debt on the card is is something that accrues interest obviously every month that you don't pay it then you're going to you're going to owe more money, right? 25, sometimes 30% more, right? So you don't mm-hmm. you never want to take that hit ever. <laughs> right? You never want to take that hit ever because that that's painful. So I would immediately, if I if I was on, if I had a card or a debt that was on something that was accruing interest, I would apply for a balance transfer and get it moved to a card uh, that that has a zero percent uh, APR offer for like eighteen months to at least give me some time to to pay it off. You know what I mean?
0: Okay, so you would have them transfer it over a zero percent APR and actually use that time and actually pay it off.
1: Yes, they need yeah. You, I mean, you you always have to pay off your debt at some point, you know. But mm-hmm. I mean, not, not, I shouldn't say always you can leverage it a different way. But um, in, in that situation, you, you want, like, if you had debt, like, outstanding and you hadn't gotten in the credit game, you, you're going to need to pay off that debt first. That's going to be one of the first steps. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I would balance transfer it over, hopefully, to a higher credit card and just pay it off. Because I mean, let's say you have like three credit cards,
0: whatever, you are you are accruing interest in your building, right? Uh, and let's say, like, you're the minimum. You're like, you're like, okay, cool. If I do the minimum payments on this, on these cards, I know I'm going to be accruing interest. However, the minimum payment uh, for, let's say, three cards is like 250 bucks a month is your expense, right? That's just paying the minimum and still accruing interest, right? But we're talking entrepreneurs. So if we're going to get back to you know, cash flow, right? We know when we play the game cash flow, like you never really pay off the debt. You, you kind of just use that extra remaining balance towards an asset right building building your business and and hopefully growing it to turn to another another cash flow, so you know in your your opinion, do you think it's better to just really attack that debt over the next years or just pay the minimum accrue the interest and fuel your business to grow it and get more income to where yeah, you'll get interest over time, but you could just pay it off within a snap of a finger
1: um I think that it's um I think it's better uh, you could do both. I think that it's okay for you to to uh, spend to spend money to still grow your business, but I think you should take a, a large portion of the debt and move it over to something that isn't accruing interest. Because, like, you're only, because not to say that not to be pessimistic and say it's going to go bad, but to save yourself the struggle later. I mean, you could save yourself thousands of dollars right there by just moving up a good portion first. So, I would definitely recommend that either way. Yeah, um, like, it, but you but you don't have it, to pay. You don't have to pay it though. I mean, if it's on zero percent APR, I mean, technically, you could just make the minimums until, and you have eighteen months or whatever to pay it off, and that's totally, that's totally an option that people take. You know? Yeah.
0: That's the only thing that frustrates me about the game when I'm playing it is on the statement. It's like this doesn't, this doesn't include. Where's the interest? (laughs) I like. I understand I'm paying this every month, but I have to be gaining interest. Like, why isn't it showing? I'm like, this isn't, this isn't real life. Like, what would I do in this situation in real life? You're not setting me up for success,
1: Robert. Well, that's not true. So, I mean, I mean, think about it. if you're if you're using this method, then he's right. You could you could technically have the loan or whatever transfer to zero percent APR, and then mm-hmm. make the minimum payments, which is minute, and then keep your cash flow. So yeah, it, it's technically technically viable. I would say. Yeah.
0: Now the downside to the balance transfers though is if you don't get it paid off, um, within the eighteen months, if you read the fine lines, a lot of them will say not only. Is a zero percent APR, but it'll be like thirty percent interest off of the original total balance that you transferred. So if you got it, if you owed seven thousand and you moved it over, and then you got it paid down, and you only owe twelve hundred, and then eighteen months goes by and you didn't pay off the balance, they're going to charge you the thirty percent of the original seven k, not the remaining balance of twelve hundred. So some of those cards, you got to read the fine line print. So if you don't get it in eighteen months, you're pretty,
1: you're fucked. Um, yeah, but then, you know, you could also just balance transfer it again. Yeah,
0: yeah, I mean, there's another I mean, there's always a
1: way I mean, people, I mean, obviously pay your debts if you have to, I say, I say if you have to, you should, but you know, there are there are ways to to make sure that you don't that that you can still, you know, operate in your business, the -hmm. way you need to without having to do that. It's just a lot of times people – it's just that people don't know the options available to them, right? And I think that's super important. And, um, and I think that you know, another piece of it too is I think the most ideal person to, to start operating like using credit, I, I actually like the, like the most viable candidate is somebody who has a job right now and is trying to transfer over into the you know, entrepreneurial game. If they started with credit first, I really think that that would put them at a really, really big advantage over a lot of people who who try to transition over. You know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: No, yeah, absolutely. And just picking off back off of what
0: you know, Wally said earlier. You know what? What you're looking at, right? The the average rate of of how long you've had the accounts, and then that utilization. Now, it used to be in the past. I remember about ten years ago, the utilization was about like sixty percent. You could be at um, you know, have a thousand dollar limit card, owe $600, which is 60% utilization and really not take a hit on your credit. But after the economy collapsed and so many issues with, with, with credit card companies, utilization, that utilization is actually down to a staggering 9%. So you're out that nine to 10% marker. So for everyone that's listening to this, if you do have a credit card, do you think about that for a second? If you have a thousand dollar limit, and you owe $120, well, you're not in the green zone. You're not at ten percent. You're slightly above ten percent. And you want to keep your, your total utilization around that market. Now that's not easy to do. Um, especially if you know, depending on what kind of purchases you're doing, that's why it's super important to do what Wally's talking about of of setting that money aside in your checking account and paying it off. So if you spend five hundred dollars on a thousand dollars, as long as you pay it off immediately, you're golden right? Your utilization is going to be zero. You're still at under 10%, which is, which is perfect. But if you have above 10%, definitely use a balance transfer that he's talking about, not accrue interest, not get deemed and, uh, pay it down as, you know, as soon as possible. So at least those other cards are showing zero utilization. So hopefully that made sense to to the people. If you're wondering like, Oh shit, why is my credit still at the rate that it's at? I've been paying everything down. Well, your utilization is probably crushing you. Um, But you can always increase the limit. So that's where getting a a limit increase comes in. Me, I've been fighting for one now for a while. Like I had the, you know, the stupid Capital One card for ever now over a year and they won't give me a limit. I mean, I I pay it on time, pay it off, only have 500 and I'm like, damn it. (laughs) You know, give me, give me a thousand. So my utilization, I have more to work with. So I don't want to get, I don't get Dean on utilization, but no, man, that's cool. So, um, If if anyone has any questions or anything concerns they want to get in the credit game they want to get in business, um, how can people reach out to you and ask you questions?
1: Just shoot me a DM. (laughs) That's the easiest. Um, You know, I actually on my on my Instagram I have a highlight uh, on my like you know the thing underneath the 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 picture on your profile. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a highlight where actually I have my top ten tips for people uh, that want to you know you know maybe raise your credit score, right. Um, you know some, some, some definitely some uh, actionable things for you guys there. So if you want to raise your credit score, if you have a low credit score and you're trying to figure out, man, what the heck is wrong with that, I would definitely go to my Instagram and check those tips out.
0: Awesome man, love it. Well hopefully you know today was uh, some knowledge boner moments, those aha clicking moments for you guys that are trying to grow your credit or struggling, want to get in the credit game, use business credit to fuel your business. It's a smart thing to do, by the way uh knock knock so hopefully that was viable for you guys as always we love you guys um reach out to us on dms if you have any other questions any other topics or concerns you want to address definitely check out wally's highlight reel it's pretty badass uh on instagram and we will catch you guys on the next episode